Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, scumbags. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. With your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. Who are our guests today, Helen Thorne? We have, oh, well, we're, we're blessed. Not we with blessed. one, but two guests, Ellie. And we're doing an interior special with the wonderful Nikki and the wonderful Wayne. Hey! Welcome to the podcast. You join us, listener, in my living room, which may I say is looking wonderful mm. because I didn't choose anything in it. <laughs> That's right. Nikki chose literally the colour of the carpets, the actual carpet, the curtains, the wallpaper, and Wayne built the cabinet. So thank you very much. It's basically, this is basically the episode is just me saying thanks for making my house look less shit. And also, please don't open any of the cupboards you built, Wayne. It's just a load of Lego and Marvel shit will fall out. Welcome to the podcast. Yay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having us. Basically, so is it right? So you're basically a carpenter, Wayne. Yes. And you're you're the Mary to his Joseph, Nikki. <laughs> also are... my middle name. <laughs> there we are. Uh, you're an interior designer. So we're going to have a bit of a... Dis- we've not really done an interior design special, have we? No, we haven't. And, and, and it's one of those things that we all kind of spent far too much time in our houses in lockdown. Indeed. And it's one of the things where we did look inward in many ways <laughs> well, uh, in, in that time. And I think, and it has blossomed. I mean, uh, you, you two... Are we still know. talking about interior design? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internals. God, it happens so quickly. Um, but we, we've spent a lot of, everyone has spent a lot of time in their houses in the last few years. And I think we've seen this sort of massive big shift in people wanting to do better things for their houses, looking to find ways to have more joy from their houses as well and this is where you guys come in because you make the magic happen literally in Ellie's house so this has been an exciting thing because I've known Ellie for 10 years now since my house was really shit that's what she (laughs) she used to sit on a brown DFS leather sofa so we're gonna so hopefully maybe get some design tips and stuff that basically we should probably just call this episode how to make your house look a bit less shit yes Uh, to kick us off why don't we let's why don't you introduce yourselves properly because we've just as usual talked about ourselves for the first two minutes (laughs) let's start with you Nikki who are you so I am Nikki Bamford Bowes I'm an interior designer Um, I'm also known as a Nano and Wild on Instagram do lots of design tips styling tips things like that on social media and I design houses properties uh, residential and some commercial um, also a friend of you Ellie I've yes. known you for a long time and a friend of Wayne and we've also worked together um, so yeah that's and you were on, on the telly on interior I was, design masters I was on that... interior design masters the first ever episode I yeah. made her go on I made well, series, it. Yeah. First, ever, first ever series yeah funny <laughs> I literally said you're perfect for this your house is stunning and I gave her the application form made a fillet in and I sent it to the casting people who then made a go on it I did wonder why you didn't send me an application <laughs> You should go, go, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. We were out having a drink one night in town, and he was just like, This show's just come up. He'd been working on a great interior design challenge, and he was just going to be perfect for it. And I was like, Don't be ridiculous. This sounds like terrifying. You know, got three kids. You know, there's no way I can do this. And I didn't know anything about the show because it was the first ever series. And then Matt was going, my husband was saying, do it, do it, just do it, just do it. And I was like, no. Then at the very last minute, I filled in the application form and just thought, what have you got to lose? So, yeah. yeah. Well, sadly, the, the show... Did... <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a spoiler 
part. <laughs> is it now on Netflix or something? Yeah, so it went on BBC iPlayer and it's Netflix worldwide now. So, you know, and it's been on that for like four or five years. Mm. Um, so you can still watch it if you want, series one. Um, yeah, and it's amazing because I still get messages all the time now from people who've seen it for the first time. Messages of support from people in like Thailand and Australia. Uh. And it really blows my mind because it's it was quite a long time ago since we did the show now and I've almost sort of put that to bed um in fact i only ever watched it once <laughs> it's all a bit emotional oh. well, was it like because i imagine it must be like having your your heart ripped out when i was watching because it's a bit like the x factor right for anyone that you you do a room up or whatever it is and they yeah. critique you yeah some of the critique was so harsh yeah. the interior design that's not just your career is it you put your heart and soul into it, this is it. your heart and soul your brand or everything but i mean i think the bit that people don't see which is the real work that goes on before the filming and before the transformation is you have one week to be given a brief um you have like a shoestring budget um you have to design research design procure buy all the stuff get it delivered to your house and get it picked up in a week and then you're also teamed with different people different designers and you've all got different styles so you know there's all that real stress that goes on before you even go uh, to set to transform the space and mm. then you've got by that point you're already broken <laughs> and then you have like two days to transform a space that you've never seen before never met the client so it's hard you know and you've got and then sometimes they go it's shit and then they go well <laughs> sorry why have you not got enough cushions and was like <laughs> oh, oh. well there was a reason for that a cushions oh. we can always go to Dunelm for god's sake <laughs> always <laughs> the last thing anyone needs to worry about yeah. oh. oh now Wayne you're also a TV legend i'll take that thank yeah. you well your 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 sort of superhero name is the tv carpenter isn't it the tv carpenter so i think i'm the only carpenter who does both interior design and garden makeover shows so i've been fortunate enough to do um garden shows like love your um, garden with alan titchmarsh or garden rescue with charlie dimmock and the rich oh. brothers um and then i now obviously i do interior design i did the great interior design challenge for four years and now the interior design masters i've done for um, four years. I've done all four seasons of that. Oh, wow. But I'm the DIY expert on BBC Morning Live and Alan Titchmarsh Love Your Weekend. So What's Titchmarsh like in real he life? He is a legend. <laughs> he's a legend. And he's, yeah. as you imagine him to be on oh. screen, um, I've like, built gardens with him and literally women throw the knickers at him. He's like, a, like oh, they wow. love him. And he's like, not awake oh. at night waiting for the YouTube. <laughs> of course he isn't. Of no, he's, he isn't. He's, he's amazing. And what you see on TV is what he's really like. He's a really nice guy. But when you, this is, this isn't, isn't what you've always done is it? so you've done this for what 10 is it 10 yeah, years now 10 years. and but before that you were doing something slightly more showy slightly slightly, slightly slightly more flamboyant you were on the stage in the west end is that yeah. right i worked solidly in the west end so i did leads in musicals like bombay dreams and rent and i uh, uh, did a lot of tv work so i did a detective series called dl and pasco Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was a detective in that for about two and a half years. So it was D.L. Pascal myself, I was a third. Um, but then when my daughter was born, um, about 14 years ago, just uh, all the jobs I was being offered were being away. They were like on tour, and my wife's an actress as well. <coughs> and we'd just had Eva. I thought, I just don't want to be away. So I started doing, we, re- we ended up renovating our house as well, because it was, you know, as we all do when you first have a child, you decide to do all the loft conversions and everything. So I started doing carpentry, enjoyed it, loved it. I started doing carpentry. <laughs> like, Jesus. So I just started, just started doing carpentry. We would, you don't say, oh, and then realised I was interested in illness. So I just started doing doctoring. We just, just started doing it, To Wayne. be fair, it was a necessity. It was when the credit crunch hit, 2008. Right. So the bank stopped, you know, wouldn't lend me the money they promised so we had mm. half a oh, loft wow. we didn't have a kitchen and the back I was 10 grand short and everything so I quickly learned how to hang <coughs> doors and fit a kitchen to well, get my girls in it. and my dad's a builder so I kind of learned off him yeah, yeah. but it was never my thing I never wanted to be a carpenter I was always the actor and then started enjoying it earning more money working for people and and then there was a moment where I was doing got these TV carpentry gigs Mm -hmm. which were fun and I was enjoying them and then my agent kept calling me asking me for auditions and I was turning those down to do the carpentry 
Um, and the last job I got offered was with a film with Colin Firth. So it was a my agent Rami said, "They've seen your show reel. You're gonna, um, you've just got to meet the director on Monday, and then you'll fly out the following week. But they just want to meet you." Just to, and, and I read the script and I was like, "I can't be asked." And, oh. my, and I was like, "And I was like, if you can't be asked to do this film with Colin Firth, what film was it? I can't remember the name of it. I didn't even get that far. <laughs> Pride like, and Prejudice." <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Darcy. Um, and so at that moment, I then literally stopped the acting, sacked off the acting agent, and then became the TV carpenter. Just started nailing shit together. Nailing right? shit. And actually, I've never looked back, and I love this far more than any of the acting I've ever done. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, th- so this is my question, right? So when I moved into this house sort of over a decade ago, the people who, who we bought it from had done it up to sell it quite as we found out quite poorly and to to a low level but it looks a lot of double sided tape (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) and then I just had a baby so we didn't have any money and then you and I Helen didn't make any money for a few years so there's but then when Sorry Mummy started doing all right thank you very much listener and we I was like well I've got a bit of a little bit of money now but I don't want to move and I don't want to so and then I thought I don't know how to do this Mm. I was like I sort of know what I like and I don't like it's not that I think I don't have taste but I don't know I don't know what cushions go with the colour of the sofa and I don't know if the mat the rug is supposed to match the curtains and I just don't know I want it to look nice and I know what nice is but I don't know how to do that which is why I came to you Nikki but I suppose what I'm getting at is like with you Wayne do you think you you do have to have an innate talent and an innate feeling for design and for stuff like this or can it be learned or can it be taught I think it can definitely be learned definitely be taught I'm the same I know what I like and I know what I don't like which is why I go to Nikki like she's our friend and I've gone to her and gone hey what colour do I use for this or I, I want I want my house to look like the um, every month cinema I think that looks beautiful and that was my theme but so I think going to an interior designer is is the bit that actually makes the house look absolutely stunning and, and don't be afraid to use an interior designer I push everybody towards an interior designer as a carpenter well, yeah, if you, of course, if you can, if you can afford it, and if you can afford it. But I think easier. you. I, I'm not talking. Uh, Nikki will explain more. But I think you save money with an interior designer because right. they can get deals. They know the best trades. <coughs> they can. They can say you want that look, but I can get you a cheaper. Whereas you'd go in, going, I don't know what to do, so I'll just tell. They'll tell me what I should get, and I think yeah. you end up spending more money that way. Mm-hmm. I, I, every time you, every time I've anyone's ever worked with a designer or creative carpenter like myself they definitely save money because you can be clever mm. with it I think. yeah and, and definitely Nikki I've seen that review like you're not like always saying you know let's buy £5,000 wallpaper from Milan sometimes we go to Dunnell we have a lovely time <laughs> we, yeah. we make some match as they say high yeah. end high street you know but do you think like did you always just have an eye for that sort of do you just have a sense for me my background was graphic design um, so 20 years ago, well, my degree was in graphic design, in fact, and, um, you know, I ended up falling into interiors through a passion and a love and falling out of love with graphic design. Uh, so, like, the fundamentals that I'd learned in that, I sort of followed through to, you know, interiors, but ultimately my being has always been in design, and actually both my sisters are designers, we're all creative, so... I guess in a way, you know, having that sort of sense of style and an eye does come from within, but you can mm. learn so much about how you can pull it together and the fundamentals and I guess the rules and the rules to break and and all of that. So it's sort of a bit of a bit of both. But for me it's been such a passion and an obsession really that's grown into a career. So um, you know, I feel really grateful that I've had the opportunity and being able to change career uh, later in life and do something that just really it makes my heart flutter, really. You know, oh. I love it because it, it's the personal side of it as well. Because I, I know, you know, when you go through, as like Ellie was saying, like you've had children, or you have like life changes, or like I have having, you know, now owning the house by myself, and I wanted to do tiny little changes that made it feel like my own house. Yes, I mean, is that is that what really drives you, both in your in your careers, and I guess personally as well? Yeah, I think. I mean, design is subjective but it's also so connected to your emotions and your well-being and you know Mm. um how you can create emotion can come from like what you see what you touch what you feel how you get through your day you know making your life easier Mm. and so being able to help somebody else do that and make their life an easier happy place is a really pleasurable thing you know we're not saving lives but we are helping make changes in people's lives for the better and I think 
that's been a real takeaway for me when people have come back and said, oh, I really, you know, really enjoying this space. And I didn't realise it until they made those changes or painted that wall that colour or found some storage for this or changed the flow of their house, how that impacted their day-to-day well-being. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a really pleasurable thing. And for me, I'm a real pleaser, a people, people person, people pleaser. I want people to be happy. I want them to love every aspect of you know what we've created together and so seeing that end result and seeing you know what we've created is something that they love then that's just a real joy for me mm. yeah and, and a little bit <laughs> <laughs> sorry wait you go <laughs> what what's interesting is I, I don't even know if pete told you but about uh, a year after i'd done your wardrobes up in your loft he voice noted me and messaged me and going I just want to say I'm, I'm, we've got family coming over and we're clearing all the shit away and we've and I just want to say the wardrobe upstairs in our loft has made such a huge difference because we can get all the crap out of the way and I just wanted to let you know how how thankful I am. Yeah, that was a year later after we've done it. You know, yeah, so that's, that's even in your house. So all those little things that we do and I remember we um, with me Nikki I remember doing a, a larder unit for you in your kitchen mm. and it made doing a larder unit for somebody in a kitchen was the biggest thing you were like oh my god I can't tell you just to put jars away and close all the shit shut away shut doors on shut things doors yeah. junk and, and everything having a place and yeah. it's just a simple thing and it's just it's just a cupboard but you've mm. you know you've you've made a huge difference to the the way the family dynamics work yeah. it's just wood but actually you can create something really special for a family and it makes a huge difference mm. I have found yes cupboards which you've both correctly encouraged me to embrace uh, <laughs> <laughs> cupboards is life changing mate just <laughs> if, if this carries on the whole house is just going to be cupboards <laughs> It's going to be fucking tidy. <laughs> but to the point of upstairs, outside your bedroom, there's a, a, some shelving. Last yeah. time I came round, Pete was like, do you think we could put a cupboard there? <laughs> more doors. We more doors. doors. Yeah. Never too much storage, can I say. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked yeah. him to ask you to give us a quote for putting some shelves in the under the, cup, the cupboard And I said, there's upstairs. no point. I, and you refused, Wayne. I didn't refuse, because as my job he as a carpenter... He said you refused. I said... <laughs> The cost it'll cost you to do this, it won't benefit you because you've got all these other things in there, like the fuse board or whatever. It's and so this is me saving your oh, money going, right. there's no point. Oh, listen. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what Titchmarsh is paying you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the only media personality with a checkbook. <laughs> do people see his checkbooks? They no, don't no. use it anymore. <laughs> Have you got any other sort of basic tips for like if you're like, what are some basic things that we can do to make our house look a bit less shit? First step, I always say before you do any transformation at all, is have good clear out. Literally, people just are so busy wanting to get to the step of making it nice and decorating, but they've got all this junk, basically. Mm. And they need to sort through and see what they really need. Do they need storage? Do they need a you know, a bigger cupboard, do they need uh, more shelves, you know, all of these things. Sort your stuff out first and be ruthless and really think about the space and how you use it. So that would always be my sort of first starting point. You like you like a skip, don't you, Helen? Love, you like a skip. Love, love a skip. skip. I love Mildly a skip. Mildly erotic. <laughs> yeah. it's so, oh my God, yes. So good. Um, at the moment, I've got a full um, toy room, which is full of our... There's a cannon. Uh, there's all our um, oh the props yeah all our set uh, and um, our books that didn't sell and our t-shirts <laughs> and you our stop plugging that you stop plugging it on the I know, I know, I know. it's no longer in print when I it's, it's, it's <laughs> in my house <laughs> so I, I guess I, I last existing copies yeah. of that book are in Helen's yeah. house so yeah <laughs> but um, I did get a decluttering um, friend came over last yes. night and she was like right um this month and next month we're booking in four hours Brilliant. and she's like all right so uh, so what are we doing in the first four hours i was like oh she's like, she said, no we'll have a plan this, this is i'm coming over from eight till 12 uh-huh. on this day and this day and then and then we can go from there and we sort of went around the whole house and that felt good i just mm. yeah, but but as soon as you just carve out some space because i have no headspace or no very little time and when I do have time I just sort of want to like down and down the room <laughs> so when someone just says no we're putting this in the diary now yeah that's really good because people just you just you sort of lop along don't you yeah for you, so long without you can just of... live with it and it's not until something happens or someone forces you or you know you move house or something forces you to make mm. that change and then actually it's a really good cathartic 
cleansing process to mm. just sort of get rid and rethink things and you're then you're forced to before mm. the next step so mm-hmm. well done first step yeah. yes yeah yes yeah. so that's so, so put an appointment in the diary yeah. with someone else or perhaps just be i sometimes i have You've to do done it that myself i have to go Jessie, no on tuesday you? morning I'm, I'm going to clear my own house out and, mm. and not kids rooms is a nightmare fine. for this because obviously if they're around when you're sorting then yeah. it is a nightmare just do I, it when they're not there either do it when they're not there or i, I do try and say like this is let's give this to charity or you know someone that we know and we know it's going to go to a better home and then they're usually able to release (laughs) and then if it goes in a cupboard again it's in there again in two months it's going anyway Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. my my sons find it easier if it's if it's going to their little cousin or whatever or someone like a good home it's like a puppy going to the farm exactly (laughs) (laughs) and what i've found works with my little son is um i tell him that I'm going to sell his stuff on eBay or whatever and then I don't because I don't have time and I mm. usually put it in the charity shop or give, or give it to someone else but then I tell him he's made money and not very much like he's got no real concept mm. of the value of money so I can go alright you've got five pounds from like, like loads of <laughs> yeah, well done and then I do let him buy like one more toy at the toy mm. shop but then he's motivated and then it's exciting because he's got a trip to the toy shop and it's you know it, it all works, works mm. out yeah. so mm. well, of course you can actually eBay it and just make a fucking <laughs> profit yeah <laughs> that would be my top tip okay good so get rid of shit get rid of what shit. next um, Wayne have you got one for us just I think wardrobes are because uh, I build here wardrobes here we go here we go wardrobes yeah. are just big cupboards Wayne the big, big cupboards <laughs> this yeah. is his whole design philosophy um, I'm um, really underutilised <laughs> back of wardrobe doors so yes mirrors on back of wardrobe doors put rails on the back for your ties. Um, my wife got a really nice, um, fancy um, piece of embroidery. She attached to the back of the wardrobe, she puts all her earrings on it. This so is what you said, little... you voice noted me this, because I yeah. said, Wayne, I want you to build me an earring storage. And you're like, no, just put a piece of fabric on the back. I mean... But just little things yes, like that. Or it's even good. a lot of people have, like here, you've got loft, you've gone up into the loft, into the eaves. As that stairs as you're going up, behind you, mm. there's like this square tunnel, put floating shelves up there or something. So you've got storage for your books and stuff, so you can access awesome. them as you walk up the stairs. There's loads of little storage stuff that people don't even think about, but can be utilised within furniture. I've got the little command clips on the back of my wardrobe doors uh-huh. for hanging my, um, my necklaces. And also my old running medals. So they make an enormous clanking noise <laughs> every time in the door, which Pete really hates. So that's really, really good fun if you want to annoy your husband. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. One of the, um, this is a bit of a bigger project, but I did a really, it's one of my favourite projects for a friend of mine who's was recently divorced, separated. She's got two kids, similar to uh, your mm. age of your kids, but they had to share. Say, just talking about friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, awesome. so, but um, and she had to downsize house, so she had to go to a two bedroom. The kids had the bigger bedroom, and she had the box room. And the the kids' room was one of those big bay windows with another little window at the side. And she called me and she said, "Can we put a dividing wall? Because it's a boy and a girl. Mm. They're sharing a room. I feel like the worst mum in the world anyway, and I need them to have their own space." And I looked in the room. And she had two separate bunk beds. So what we did is we stacked the bunk beds back upon. We put it in the middle of the room, and I clad the bunk bed so it was like a yin yang. So you accessed one bunk bed from one side you know going up at the top but then then you get the you access the other one from the right hand side so it was like one of those pods you get in japan or you know those kind of like yin yang pods Mm. so it meant that as they walked in the room they had their own sides they didn't see each other i clad it and put usb ports in it and lights and it was all clever but it meant they had their own rooms and Mm. all that was just cladding a bunk bed so you just oh. got a bit creative with it. And she went, they've got their own room. That's They're teenagers brilliant. who've mm. got their own space. And I, now I don't feel so bad. So you you can get a bit clever with it. Do you know what I mean? Clad your, your bunk beds. Clad your bunk beds. your bunk beds, people. Never heard something <laughs> in my life. What are some other things that, like, you know, we're sort of... You talk about breaking so, rules. Yeah, I so guess. low co- low cost options. If we're talking about low cost options, my other sort of favourite trick is just shop in your home. And it sounds obvious, but I think people always buy one thing to go in one place and it stays there for ten years, and you sort of stop seeing it. You fall out of love with it. Mm. So I'm always swapping around rugs, chairs, art, accessories. Uh, changing up my florals and and just sort of constantly making it feel fresh and by doing that you just always fall back in love with your home so that's a really simple and easy way you can throw in a new cushion just to freshen it up a little bit or just so it feels a bit more exciting but it doesn't have to be that you're completely redesigning your whole space just change things around a bit you know it's a really simple thing in theory and you just have fun with it it doesn't have to be 
you know, straight thing, <coughs> just play and see where it might work. And if it's if it doesn't work, then you move it and then put some candles and, in. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's, and paint is cheap. Because I've been that was rather on my list. Yeah, yeah I paint. painted my staircase like bright yellow, yeah. and it was one can of paint. I think it was about forty quid, and I had a bit of time mm. to myself, and it. It brings me joy, like, many, many, many times a day. Yeah. It's the most transformative oh thing God. you can do yeah. at the, probably the cheapest price. Tin of paint, 40 quid, done. And you know yeah. what? You can just go for it. And if you don't like it, it's so easy to change. You can do it yourself. You can paint it. You can repaint it. Like, don't be, don't be scared. Mm. Have fun with it, you know? And it, it can make a difference in how a space feels from it being quite cold to being warm to being fun to being creative to being calm so yeah i mean stop first stop if, if you're wanting to get really stuck in with the decorating is the paint yeah it's brilliant i'm not very good at it but i really like it, it. doesn't matter it's bringing you joy all over the house <laughs> but if it's bringing you joy then that is oh, you know, know one it. of the key points in interior design it's not filling a space full of really expensive design things it's about creating a feeling that makes you happy mm. and on a DIY front how empowered and amazing do you feel that you did it yeah do you know what I mean like, we absolutely went, we, we amazing had, we had a party at your house and we came round and we were mm. like she did that you I know, know. Yeah. and that was a bold choice wasn't it very very it. bright yellow yeah and so I've got I so now tomorrow actually I'll just do a quick shout out DFS have gifted me a sofa. So I've got a long, um, a French Connection UK uh, grey sofa. And I've got a bright yellow armchair, which is Amazing. a nice little nod to the um, the yellow staircase. So those sort of things. And then I've just got a little bit more confident about yeah, making those sort of... Yeah, it totally um, empowers you. Yeah, those sort of choices and things like that. But yes, it's 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 great. And I painted the kitchen. I just haven't put the doors on back yet. Are they still not on yet? No. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's what I know. I know. Wait. I know. I know. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Well, can I, 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 because I've ordered three sets of handles and none of them fit. Because okay. um, when I measured the holes, um, that's not the length of the handle or the something yeah. else. And so I've. And then I. Then I just got really fucked off with it all. So I've. I've, I've <laughs> I've got three sets of handles that don't fit any of the holes. It's okay, okay and, to step away for a couple of yes, days. Yes, and also is, my, yeah. my brother is a builder, so I'm going to get him to... I've got a week at home in May. Uh, the kids are going to be with their dad, so mm. I thought, I'm going to finish the fucking kitchen. I know I can't do it in the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. I just know I can't. It's stupid if I actually put that... And then I've got the declutterer later before yes. I put the doors back on the kitchen. Perfect. So I've got that. So, but, but have a plan. Yeah, so, so in terms of like renovating my kitchen, I bought... A, like an outdoor rug, a black and white outdoor rug from La Redoute for about 40 quid. So that can easily be changed. And that's cheaper than doing the floors. And I'm yep. like, I want to do that. So that was 40 quid. And then I think I spent about 80 quid on paint. And then the most expensive thing is handles, mm-hmm. yeah. which I keep buying. And they're wrong. <laughs> and do can I you send, send them back? back? No, I can't. I, what I do is I put them in a box. them on eBay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. So, so I've got very, very, very low budget. The other thing that I have found that brings me joy is the magnetic poster hangers. And they are 10 quid from Amazon. And you can buy, you know, fantastic prints for no money. And you can change those around your house. Yeah, so those, those sort of things, like, I've, you know, so I've, I've re, re-jazzed up my house for, like, less than 500 quid over the last six Perfect. months. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, just refreshing. I just don't think it actually takes... It doesn't have to be a huge transformation all the time. It doesn't yeah. have to be thousands mm. of pounds. It's just changing things occasionally and swapping things around. Mm. The odd bit of paint, you know, maybe a splash of wallpaper if you fancy it. But, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing or it doesn't have mm. to be an overwhelmingly scary thing that almost cripples you. Mm. And I think that's sometimes what happens to the point that nobody does anything because they're just like, like you were saying, Ellie, where to start? You know, how do I agree this with my husband? You know... Oh, that's a whole other. Oh, no, that, that's actually that's oh, something. I I, that's something I want to talk to you, um, Wayne and Nikki, about about the personal side. But are you basically marriage counsellors a lot? Because that that yes. must be a bit, bit teeth sucky. Bit like, can you can you reveal some some moments? Nikki was here just the other day, and there were some tense words. Poor <laughs> Nikki in the middle, like Jerry Springer. <laughs> It was, it was slightly stressful. I did apologise afterwards. No, no, it's, it's it, you know, it's okay to have these discussions. It's both your homes and you both got different opinions. And that's the thing when we quite often are involved, a lot, sometimes there's been a lot of emotion even before we've come to site, you know, and quite often why we're often pulled in because, that you know, you've got two different ideas, two different um, sets of budgets in mind, two different tastes. So 
you know, it can be a great thing bringing in an interior designer because you can be someone can be a mediator mm. almost. But is, yeah. But is the wife usually right? Oh well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> shaking my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a, another client who uses the technique of planting seeds with her yeah. husband and letting him think it's his idea, <laughs> which yes. I think is, you know, one technique. <laughs> the hardest bit is if the couple don't talk so much. So okay. you'll have planned something, you know, I've done carpentry for the wife, we've designed it all, and then the husband at the last minute will go, I don't want anything involved in it, but then he'll just look at the drawings and go, yeah. oh, actually, no, I don't want that. And then you're like, ah, but we've had a week of planning. Yeah, that's the hardest bit because you've kind of geared up to it. But then you you have to get everybody involved. You have to Mm. get a sign off from everybody and get there eventually. Yeah. (laughs) Or at least get one party to say, oh, well, you're going to do what you want anyway, aren't you? You can all move on with your lives. Um, But what about, do you ever have a client who wants something that is. You just think that's awful. That's not. <laughs> yes. That's gonna look shit, or that's not gonna work, yeah. or like, how do you say to someone? Because you're basically aren't you basically having to say to someone you've got shit taste? Yeah. <laughs> but it's difficult because and they've employed you to yeah. help them, so yeah. you hope that they would trust you. Mm. But ultimately, is their home? Is there? It's not. You know, you're not designing it for you. And if that is what they love, if they love brown everywhere than that and I'm saying brown is a terrible because I actually quite love brown but (laughs) but you know if it's you know if that's what they love then you that's that's where we work from you know we we work and develop that to be you just maybe don't put that one on Instagram yes (laughs) (laughs) that room doesn't get photographed (laughs) I mean the thing is I work very closely with my clients as you know and things evolve between us very closely so you know I think it's not ever going to be like a huge surprise or it's not anything we can't work with it's just finding out how that is the best solution for what we're working with Mm. no yeah and we've had things where I've had to go actually I I, I don't I I, I rarely do it I think because I do trust your taste more than my own (laughs) (laughs) no it's more tiny things isn't it like I I don't like that mirror or whatever yeah and that's totally fine fine because like I said before you know design is subjective and there are a million mirrors, you know, we can choose something else that will work, it's not a big deal. Um, you know, I can say, I think this one works best for the space because of the size and because of the finishing and because of blah, 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 but... I, might be like, know, I don't you... want a penis-shaped mirror. Yeah. In the... <laughs> and that is fine. Come on, Nikki. You know? I'm going for a Japanese Scandia set. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone to the Hotel California, so it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going to ask them about... Um, um, about teenage bedrooms because mm. that that's the big that's the big thing that's when you have very little control mm-hmm. over you know it smells there's usually about 14 wet towels <laughs> you know there's some kind of culture <clears throat> organisms growing and <clears throat> sorry how do you have those conversations or you, your teenagers want to have ownership over their mm-hmm. bedroom so have you got some tips for for the listeners at home because I think you know I, I just had my teenager say can I just like graffiti one wall I'm like you could graffiti a canvas and we could put that up and then I could burn it yeah. Um, but yeah uh, but no, that was one of my tips actually yeah. <laughs> okay tell me tell me number one tip a... is shut the door yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's, it's gross yeah it's a really difficult one because you know I've designed all of my kids' bedrooms uh, probably two or three years ago now and they've evolved as kids and the, the bedrooms have evolved and I always try to make sure there's some longevity in the in the room and sort of always trying to forward think a little bit. But ultimately they do have their own opinions and their own styles and their own taste. And even the other day Bertie said to me, can I graffiti something in my bedroom, funnily enough? <laughs> and I said, what? I mean, uh, what do you mean? Uh, and he said, I just really want to uh, just do something graffiti. So he ended up doing the inside of his wardrobe doors. And I, and I let him do that. Uh, but I was that's when Whitney said she knew Bobby Brown had gone mad when he started spray painting big eyes on the inside of her wardrobe. Oh, really? <laughs> Not oh. to worry you, anyway. <laughs> uh, might explain lots. <laughs> um, but I went up and I didn't realise he'd actually done it, so we'd agreed it. But I went up and I opened to put his pants away. I had a massive shock because he'd gone crazy on the inside, top to bottom. And... Um, Using like, what, like pens? Well, this was the funny thing. It was bright orange. And I was like, how has he got that? So he'd used Sharpies and bright orange. And he'd used <laughs> orange hairspray that he'd had <laughs> from, from wow. World Book Day. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. What do you mean? That's Ron Weasley. <laughs> 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 but what, what, 
are all the clothes covered in the orange spray? I mean, I haven't even looked that far. <laughs> I just went. I just opened spray. the door and went. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Goodness <laughs> sake! Don't rain on this parade. <laughs> I'm thinking that's, that, that's that nice merch play that costs a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, this is Oscar. I'm not Oscar. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is Bertie. So he'd done all of that. So yeah, that was a bit of a shock. And then also, Bo, my daughter, who's nine, so she really wanted she got this beautiful um wallpaper in her bedroom which is like a hand painted mural i mean it's a wallpaper print but it was initially anyway she wanted to put loads of mantras and you know love yourself things on that i could see out. your shackles are going up no, 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 no. No, like, was there a dream catcher nikki was there a dream catcher oh. Ooh. Yeah. that also went to the inside of the wardrobe um, <laughs> Fair enough, that's where the dreams can stay. So what she yeah. then did, which I, which we agreed on, was she um, got some glass pens, like wipeable glass pens, and she's decorated her window, which fortunately is at the back of the house. <laughs> so she's done her window, so I've been designated areas, and yeah. I've allowed them to have spaces to express themselves, um, but, you know, it's a difficult one, because it, they do want to do all of this, yeah. and of course they should, it's their safe space. Mm. Um and if you're designing a room from scratch with a kid, a teenage kid, I often just sort of say to them, maybe you just talk to them a bit more about how you want the room to feel rather than how you want it to look. Mm. So, you know, don't necessarily, they come at you with all these like crazy colours. Yeah. Um, but you can work with them a little bit more on just the overall feeling of the space um, mm. and how you can incorporate that. So it doesn't yeah. have to be so literal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, designated, designated spaces, perhaps inside cupboard doors has always worked for me. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's good. What yeah. was your teenage bedroom like, Helen? Oh, I don't, so in the la, in the latter years, I was in the bungalow. So my parents had a house, and then you went outside, and there was a, a little a little room basically that had its own um, bathroom, like a sort of summer house. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So that's where I lived, and then I just had many pictures of Jason Donovan and Charlie <laughs> Minogue. And uh, Michael Hutchinson, and but it was wood panelling, and I found it a bit of like dark wood panelling. I didn't mm-hmm. really like that. Did your parents keep you in a shed? <laughs> yes, yes. This <laughs> but you know what? And mother will know this because she's listening. It was very good for sneaking boy mm. boyfriends. Oh, goodness, they could jump over the back fence. Yeah, move the lawnmower out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> hush the dog. Yeah, hush uh, the WD forty. Yeah. <laughs> undo the bolts uh, and then uh, yeah so I could sneak I could sneak lads in it was very good but I but it was good it, it did feel like so that was the teenage sort of lair so I could have oh, wow. friends over I never so, knew that that's cool yeah so I lived yeah. in a bungalow yeah. out the back how cool yeah yes. I know it was yeah. good so I, you know I'd come in obviously for meals please can you give me some gruel um, yes I needed all the fertiliser of the country <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm living off nuts yeah. and seeds. Can't keep drinking the lawnmower petrol. <laughs> so yeah, so I lived. I lived in a little bungalow. So that was that was that. But yeah, it was great because I, you know, obviously I could stay up late and do homework and things like that. But we didn't have the internet. So, um, all, so you think about it now. You know, I was kind of safe in a way because you know all I had was the radio and I had tapes, like cassette tapes that I listened to. And that was, was it on an allotment. <laughs> What was yours uh, like, Ellie? Yeah. Uh, mine was, well, I think, yeah, so I, mine was at the very top of the house, so m- much like this house, but for, the, my parents live in a, still live in a very tall, sort of one of these Victorian South East mm. London terraces, um, and I was given the room right at the top, at the far back, which meant I could smoke out the window, which was <laughs> amazing. Um, and, yeah. And I'm I sure remember, they couldn't tell. They couldn't tell. I do was... remember the day my mum said I could put whatever I wanted on the walls, which felt mm. weirdly exciting. Mm. So I spent, like, the whole day going through copies of Smash Hits and, yeah, cutting out pictures of Madonna and Kylie and mm. you know went through about four packets of blue tack and then as I got a bit older I do remember I had like because it was quite far away and I was allowed to have mates over and it felt quite cool it felt almost like a little flat and um uh we used to you know smoke out the window as I say and I remember one night we were like hungry but we didn't want to go downstairs and like you know, deal with my parents, man, because that wasn't cool. And for some reason, we had a tin of cream of chicken soup, and I had a mini kettle, and I was like, we'll just cook it in the mini kettle. (laughs) And some of the people there were like, I know we've smoked a lot, but I don't think this is And then a couple of us were like, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. And we cooked, we put the soup in the kettle, 
Listener, it was Filler. not fine. It, it was, was not fine. Not fine. The, the kettle was sprayed away, and I had to explain to my parents why my room smelled like. <laughs> you know, uh, it was it was not good. It was not good. But you know, what what were yours like? I, was yours quite designery? No, you? I'm, I'm, I had the proper flat pack furniture that everybody had oh, at that point. Yeah. Mm. But I remember one one year, I kind of took it all apart and then used the wood. <laughs> Use the wood to create desks and stuff, and, and like put attack to a, 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 put a shelf up and created a rail. And and my my mum walks in and went, where the fuck's your furniture? <laughs> like literally, I'd like stack like, really, like I had two bedside tables, but then I took the wardrobe apart. And the size of the wardrobe became the desk, and I, I drilled. What and, the I, fuck? Was she like, why couldn't you just be on drugs or gay? <laughs> <laughs> Normal teenage boy. This is your secret. This is your weird hobby. Fuck of you, well, like, where's our furniture gone? We've like <laughs> cut it up to create pieces and That's put amazing. the breeze blocks That's to create shelves. Yeah, I've just yeah. thought of as soon as you were talking about being because I, I was in the so loft you as well. were always into carpentry. It wasn't well, my dad's there. a builder, so it was, it would always been around it, but yeah. I, I was a turn. I was, I was a singer. I wasn't, that was never going to be my <laughs> what thing. What are you talking about? You're chopping up wall bags <laughs> in your bedroom. <laughs> Fuck's sake. It was yeah. recording. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Looking back now, yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Again, no worse things you could have been doing exactly yeah you know, and I was doing all of those boy. as well yeah. probably yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what about you Nikki was yours all it was you know well I always shared a bedroom with my sister so I used to uh, dress her up as a cleaner and make her clean it <laughs> <laughs> and I'd time her in the meantime we I... were all weird <laughs> we were all really weird what are you talking about I just cooked some soup in a kettle because I was high that was just a normal time this um this cleaner at work called Fag Ashley. <laughs> oh, so we, should, we didn't realise at the time what that meant. So we used to dress her up as a Fag Ashley. <laughs> so she would do that, and I would like style the room. So we used to go to boot sales quite a lot, and I'd buy like ornaments and like uh, lacy doilies and things. <laughs> and so I used to like dress the room, and then like oh do things God. like sand and stain an old desk. Oh, wow. And then when I went to um, university, I actually spent pretty much all my student loans on on decorating our student rented rooms oh my god and so like wow. you know we'd get to the end of term and my parents would be like oh if you run out of money to you know buying Eat. cartridges and they'd come over and be like oh this wasn't the colour that this bedroom was before <laughs> this ceiling is dark <laughs> painted the walls and changed the duvet Amazing. and like yeah, so I was a little bit obsessed Early on. Mm. Um, and every time we moved house, I would always decorate our student room because I knew that we could. Generally, they'd always let us have, as long as we painted it white back mm. after. And so I'd be like, oh, perfect, changing rooms again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. God, if only you two had known each other I as know, teenagers. I mean, oh. <laughs> and what are, so what's coming up for you guys anyway? Like, are you, you're... I'm just knee-deep in projects at yeah. the moment, to be honest. I sort of, but yeah, in terms of... Uh, what's going on yeah just working on projects mainly is my big thing at the moment I've been working on some shoots for clients styling and then I've got some uh, collabs coming up with some brands so nice yeah so they're the three big things really Wayne what are you up to these days so um well well no in fact I'll start this Wayne because Oh, 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 she's going to bring it up. She's bringing it up. She's bringing it up. Nikki and I have been working very hard on the on the patio bit of my garden, trying yeah. to get it ready for the summer. And I heard that you're too busy, <laughs> too busy to Sorry. put the doors on my outdoor kitchen because you are doing the Chelsea flower show. Oh. <laughs> wow, Ellie, what am I going to do? The, the Royal. Chelsea the Royal Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Oh, just Chelsea. said that to wind me up. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> that's wonderful, fine. Wayne. Tell fine. us all about it. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Doff your cap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sit here with open my my outdoor kitchen. It's like Helen's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I've, done, I've done enough in this house. I've done lots of things. Yeah, yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. You make it sound like it was slave. No, I'm paging. <laughs> yes, so I'm doing Chelsea Flower Show. I did it last year. Oh. Co designing and building a garden at Chelsea this year as well. Um, along with all the other DIY shows I do as well. But I've, I've just launched a, I'm about to launch um, a new thing um, called House Proud Club. And it's mm-hmm. it's like what me and Helen spoke before about yeah. empowering women to do up their house. But in a way, rather than about that DIY, I think everyone should have a, a practical, safe, and beautiful home. So, safe meaning 
your husband's pissed you off and you want to change your locks, how to, if you lose your keys, yeah. you know, mm. how to change your locks. If your smoke alarm be beeping, what does that mean? How to fix... Stop fagging inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, uh, but then, so I'm trying to do all the little jobs that you actually don't need drills for. All mm. the things in your house that make you house proud, whether it's fixing a toilet seat or all those silly little DIY stuff. Um, so I've created this, like, a, an online space where people can come and learn and I can teach them. And so women and originally I've taught people how to use drills I've taught people have done courses and it's always women it's like men don't go to these courses it's always women who go I want to be empowered to be able to do this myself yeah so I've just honed down on it and created a specific um, group just for women so I can empower them to, to make their house as the best it can be and they can feel confident to do it so if people just want to come along and learn from me, the DIY expert. I love can. it. That's brilliant. And, and how are you doing that? Is it a workshop? It's, or no, it? it's going to be like a members group. Oh, so cool. it's a really, really cheap membership group. But yeah. it'll literally be every week, every other week, there'll be a new video. There'll be guest speakers, like interior designers will come in. So I'll do things like how to do gallery walls, how to fix smoke alarms, how to turn your gas off if you smell a leak or, mm. you know, what the fuse, like my wife won't even open the fuse board because she thinks she's going to get zapped by all the buttons. I explain what it is. All those things that I teach on BBC Morning Live or Alan Titchmarsh Love Your Weekend, which are literally five, ten minute videos, which yeah. it make people go, I can do that. Because that, my for the last two years, that's all I've done is teach people to go, oh, I can do this. Mm. I, oh, I don't need so all the good. tools. Yeah. But actually realising there's no one else that, does it and it's tailored just to empower women yeah. to do the things in the house you know ladies to be empowered and, and like me and Helen spoke before she was yeah. like when you first got divorced you were like we should do something because yeah. I think there's women out there who who are like me who don't know what to do and yeah and it's overwhelming and, and like the thing yeah if you could just teach me how to use my fucking printer that's, <laughs> that, that makes me hell. incandescent I mean I'd be like I'm just like literally like a chimp like banging it going come on Print Hugo's homework, but but yeah, I think I think that's the thing, and, and and you don't want to feel like you're reliant on a man. You don't want to feel like it it overwhelms you. It's like I my my toilet kept blocking because my I don't know everyone doesn't matter. We all know why. <laughs> we know about your anyway, anyway anyway anyway. <laughs> um, so I was paying a plumber because I'd be like, oh I can't, I you know I don't have the headspace, I can't do this. And then I just googled online and there's like this amazing unblocker thing, which was fourteen quid from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Did I feel proud? Yes, I did, listener. And I, anytime anyone does a massive move, I'm like, Mummy's here! <laughs> bang, bang, bang! Can I tell you yeah. the top tip that Ellie gave me when oh, I came I was just thinking, oh, oh, the sponge, the sponge. So exciting. Not the sponge, Helen. <laughs> you can tell it better than me. No, you, you Oh, go. well, listen, uh, I came over to your house on a site visit and there was like a pile of like pumice stones on a stick on the table. <laughs> Oh, hey. She must have terrible brokers. She's like, Nikki, have you ever used one of these before? And I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> and she said, well, all you need to do, if you've got like a terribly stained line scaly toilet get one of these bad boys down it and it removes it and I was like top pumice tip. stone it's yeah. amazing yeah. it's yeah. like a pumice stone but it's like it's on got a, a stick. handle it's like, yeah, it's it's like old people that's, to do the back of their feet yeah. 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 yeah but it's like it's like you, you buy them I think they're like I think they're like 8 for 4 on Amazon <laughs> and you stick them in the toilet and you just sort of it's like yeah. a Deep really blocking. amazing nail file, nail file and you go oh my God. and it chips it all off and then um uh, yeah, and it's just one of the most satisfying, enjoyable things. So you, that's ever have you seen to me. the YouTube videos where they say like put coke down your toilet? Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. try it. No. It's always it just bleaches the yeah. calcium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. just need to get one of these. And then I remember you said to me, Nikki, oh, and you do it with rubber gloves, yeah? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you are. That's got a good idea. special gloves for that one. Yeah. yeah. But I've got something to tell you, Nikki, oh, that gosh. I told you. I was on, um, so I am, I do belong to like some slightly nutty Facebook groups called things like Clean and Declutter UK, <laughs> where it's all people arguing about bin bags. And um, <laughs> someone on there the other day said that they're unhygienic, the pumice stones. No. Why? Because they can cause minor abrasions ah. to the surface of the, the porcelain. porcelain, which then attracts more bacteria. Oh, and I was like, but what are you doing exactly? Are you making a cup of tea in your toilet and then scooping <laughs> out? Fuck off. No one's touching that water. No, no one's touching that water. Ludicrous, ludicrous. <laughs> Time for the scummy mummy confessions. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? 
needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yes, um, my my confession is quite niche in that, um, and, and, and it's not basically um, in the UK when you get your learner's permit to dr- license to drive, um, you get ten years. Okay, um, my learner's permit expires. Your provisional license. My provisional yeah, sorry, license. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it expires on the 29th of April this month. So I have had my provisional license for 10 years and done fuck all about it. Uh, So that's my scummy confessions. I've had a few driving lessons. Anyway, yeah. Tell the whole truth. What? Is it your first provisional driving license? No, it's my second. (laughs) (laughs) For 20 years? Yeah, yes. I shared these stories for everybody. The second question was, can you get it a second time? But can you get it a third time? I'm about to find out, Wayne. <laughs> Let's talk about empowering people, Wayne. Yeah. Can yeah. I drive? Well, why did you call your thing Wayne Splains? I don't know. That's oh, Wayne Splaining. That is oh. brilliant, Wayne Splaining. Oh. I love oh. it. Oh, Helen. So that is my scummy confession, is that I, yeah, I'm fucking hopeless. Anyway, anyway... Uh, over to everyone else. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I wanted to give a shout out, first of all, to the Th- the Phoenix. We're big fans of the Phoenix comic, and mm. uh, the kids read it every week, and they love it, and it's brilliant. And I took Joe to the Phoenix Comic Fest on Where Sunday. Where was that, Ellie? That was in Oxford, Helen, oh. which is a two and a half hour drive away. <laughs> I, I believe <laughs> on so. Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I was able to drive there because I passed my test in ten <laughs> years ago. That's an advantage. It's wonderful. So, <laughs> um, so we drove for two and a half hours, and then it was brilliant. You get to sort of leave them in this sort of, it's a bit like school. Like you a soft leave play. Them, like with these comic book artists who hopefully are criminal records <laughs> checked. <laughs> you just sort of go and you sit in a cafe for four hours and do loads of admin and eat some cake and drink some tea, and it was absolutely delightful. So lovely. Um, so I had quite a nice time, to be honest. Um, and then I drove him two and a half hours home. <laughs> by which point and it was you know it was all those it was all those things where they need a wee and it's raining and you're late it was just all of that I won't do it but then we got home and I was like how was it did you meet your comic book hero show me your, your comic book that you've drawn and he produced like one piece of paper with a stick figure on it and I was like um and he's like yeah I had a good time and I was like okay cool um and then I couldn't get more out of him and then he talked to his brother and his brother came in and, and I said to Charlie did Joe enjoy the comic book thing and he said oh he said he mainly just read comics so I drove that child <laughs> on a five hour round trip in so he could car. sit in a room in Oxford and read books that we have at home <laughs> we have all the Phoenix comics books because they're brilliant mm. so um, but that's no reflection on the Phoenix people I think, but thank you for the no, that, that, was was Joe's, that was Joe's choice that was Joe's choice and, and God bless him they left him to it and didn't force him to do stuff because if there's one thing that child doesn't like being is being told what to do so yeah. many thanks to Phoenix for entertaining my child <laughs> and letting me eat cake for four hours <laughs> it was actually Thinking about it, worth the drive. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Oh, next up, who wants to go next? Okay, so um, 
years ago, my, my youngest was one, I think. Anyway, we messed up on my oldest son's passport. We were meant to be driving all the way to France. Oh, no. And it was hell. We ended up having to go all the way to Petersburg and hang out in Petersburg for two days. We waited for his passport. Oh, to get the emergency. Yeah, emergency oh, passport. Oh, anyway, God. so there was this massive stress because we'd hired this amazing French house in Toulouse and they'd spent all this time and money doing it up. We were going to be their first ever customers. They'd oh, spent yeah. like literally two You can't fuck that up. You can't fuck it up. Well, we, we, we pretty much did. <laughs> Well so basically, uh, we, we had to drive all the way to Peterborough, up to Peterborough from London, spend two days there, wait for this passport, and then we had literally <laughs> about 11 hours to drive all the way from there to Toulouse before they had to give us the keys, show us everywhere, and they get on their plane to go off to Milan. And Obviously. so we <laughs> so we drove through the night, like wired on coffee between us, kids all in the back, all completely like you know, stripped off because it was absolutely boiling. Oh. Anyway, we turn up about three o'clock in the morning in Toulouse and this lovely young couple who'd been doing this beautiful, beautiful French place up came out and were like, oh, thank goodness you've arrived. Let us help you. Uh, and they helped, while we were faffing around with the suitcases, they helped get the kids out of the car and they literally lifted my daughter, Bo, <laughs> who was, you know, one at the time, out of this car and she was covered literally from head to toe in poo. Oh, <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> the horror on on the the lady's face was just like and they are staying in our place for two weeks (laughs) and we had to literally (laughs) and we literally you know walked them over to their brand new marble bathroom we had to hose her down and then wave goodbye to them (laughs) don't worry your place is going to be totally (laughs) three small children what could go wrong what could go wrong oh Oh, god Forever, just making sure everything was perfect after that. We're like, oh don't mess things up, don't touch anything. That don't really relaxing. Really. Yeah, that well was done, a great, that was a great holiday. Oh, <laughs> so and that then was pretty teenage years. So yeah, so um, February half term. I'm at this stage of my kids at the moment where um, I'm panic mode that suddenly they're going to all be leaving home soon, and I haven't really. All I've been getting to is getting through the day with them and getting mm-hmm. through the routine to going. Oh my god, they're going to leave soon, and we haven't done enough, and we must do loads of stuff together. So um, I booked something for me and Oscar to do over half term. So I try and do something with each of them over holiday. So with Oscar, I was like, right, I've seen this exhibition that had been advertised. It was a VR um, exhibition uh, animation in the modern world. And I was like, oh my God, that's so up his street. This is going to be brilliant. He's going to love it. I'm going to be a really cool mum. going to score like mum points. And we went along and it was one of these... Um, theatres that you go in and I was expecting it to be like a, a an exploration into VR and how they create the animation and all of that so we sat down and actually it turns out it was by clearly didn't read the small print uh, a certain artist who um, looped this video every hour of um, VR in the modern world but it was actually VR issues in the modern world and the first scene oh, no, was no. people in the VR world like racking up drugs and then they went to a whorehouse oh. and then and it was the most horrific oh. thing in two minutes <laughs> my they had a beanie on i just pulled the beanie over his eyes and we're leaving <laughs> quality time it was quality yeah. time <laughs> making oh. memories let's go i mean i know a great place in Covent Garden does great ice cream <laughs> i'll I'll take you to oxford and Anything. he came out and was going mum what was that about and i said i'm so sorry <laughs> you from this stuff had to go home and explain to my husband we laughed about it sort of um, <laughs> oh babe 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 we've all done it no we haven't horror horror well Wayne are well, you also a terrible parent or? <laughs> well yeah, I, we, we've got our kids are the same age so 14 going on 15 yeah and, and my daughter just I asked my wife and daughter what I could talk about and, and my daughter went none of it yeah there, there was an Fair element on a, yeah yeah Fair there's enough. an element that I can talk about her that she had a first boyfriend before Christmas. She got a new first boyfriend. It was fine, and she was going to invite him over. And I said, I was quite pleased that she was prepared to share like mm. her boyfriend. So I thought that's good. And I said, and I, before he came, I said, came over. I was like, you can go upstairs, but the bedroom door has to be open. Did all the things you yeah. you kind of have to yeah. do just and in case they start making some shelving. Yeah. <laughs> 
the chicken soup. Don't, don't put it in the kettle. So he came, I picked him up from the station. He's a lovely boy, great, and I, okay, he's actually really nice. He's kind of mm. the guy you you could in, introduce to the family. Bring in, and it, they came in. They were laughing, and they went upstairs. Door was open, and they were laughing. That was lovely, but then it goes quiet. <laughs> She kind of got. Stop it! I So then it was like, going, well, what, what? I'm sitting there in the lounge, going, I can hit the bedrooms above us, and the doors there, and all the doors are open, and I can. It's just quiet, and I'm like, she's, going, she's banging the rules. She's banging the, the rules, but the then you know open. what they're doing, and, and I, we're all at that age with our kids where they're just they're there. Yeah. And I, I, I do you want pizza? There's <laughs> <laughs> a dog up there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, oh, and then they're laughing again. So that, yeah, that's oh. the, it's not confession, but it's uh, oh, it's, the pain is there. You were going. I feel yeah. Wayne's pain. Yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah. Oh. But she ditched him anyway, and she, she's moved on then. <laughs> and she's not pregnant. Oh. 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 should say where can people find you on the internet Nikki and Wayne the tvcarpenter.com so if you go on there it will link through to all the Facebook groups and all the way I can help you and all my Instagrams and everything on there so the tvcarpenter.com yeah and I'm under and then in my world well my Instagram profile is that and that's my company name and you can find me and then they went wild wild. it's a long one yeah Yeah, and if you you are in South East London highly recommend obviously Nikki and Wayne so it's not Wayne's anymore obviously because he's too busy with fucking (laughs) royal Alan Titchmarsh <laughs> to come and fix your doors and shelves. <laughs> you're the only proletarian you're out of luck however if you're royalty or Alan Titchmarsh they'll be right with you I have sang for the royal family before <laughs> did you sing the red flag uh, no I then s- I'm not in <laughs> I sang at Windsor Castle. Did oh, you? That's lovely. It was part of the Queen's Jubilee ten years oh. ago, and Alan Titchmarsh actually introduced me <laughs> as I sang. In this process. is what I'm talking about. It's this tiny little bubble in the upper echelon of society. These people are all he's just. In, oh, this yeah. is it. I this thought is it was the Royal. Didn't you do the Royal Variety? No, my wife did that, but uh, oh. but um, no, this was part of a Queen's Jubilee, um. Diamond Jubilee, uh, is at Windsor Castle in front of 5,000 people and the Philharmonic Orchestra, oh. and I sang a solo for all the royal family. Was oh, it Candle well. in the Wind? No, no, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing, stop it! It's what she would have wanted! <laughs> Oh, should we do some admin? Yes, we should. We're we're on tour all up and down the country. We're we're on tour until sort of midway through twenty twenty four, roughly. Yes. yes, and things are selling out. Uh, yes, they are. Financially good news, but um, <laughs> yeah. Bristol's nearly sold out. I think. Yes, it is, and um, nearly sold out at Winchester. That's Newcastle. We could have a few more. We could we could accommodate a few more. Of course, yes. It is an eleven hundred seater theatre. Uh, anyway, Lichfield, Lowestoft, Brighton, lovely things. Taunton, Wells. Bath selling out actually. Yes, that's yeah. doing very, very well. So yes, get onto the website. We're coming to a town near you. You and no, we're not doing the Edinburgh Fringe this year. That's why we're not. Right. Let's anyway, okay, I'll get some okay. more wine out of one of the okay. many cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, oh, wonderful. Thank, thank you. you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Wayne and Nikki. You've been amazing guests, and thank you for making my house truly less shit. Yay! Yay! Congratulations. Oh. Wonderful. <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, scumbags. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. With your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Would you clean a toilet brush in a dishwasher? No, oh, but I'd Wayne's vomiting. <laughs> I put my my dishcloths in the dishwasher. Well, I I wouldn't either. But the argument is really what's the difference? It's sterilising. Yeah. You know, it's 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 cleaning. You're eating off plates that come out of it. But to me, but that's what, what if, well, what if the wizard gets stuck? Oh, it's too oh, risky. Happens. It's Sometimes too risky. Someone when when the husband 
you know, he stacks it and the so blame it on husband uh, <laughs> puts the baking tray in the way and it doesn't whiz round properly. Ding, what oh. then? Ding. Oh no, Nikki, are you are like there's a systematic way to uh, stitch the dish. Yeah, I always have to restart. Oh, this I'm, is the end oh, of the beautiful no, friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 close no. the door. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a chucker in. You're a chucker yeah, in, aren't you? Yeah. Um, well, sadly, that's the end of Nikki and I's friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's mm, have the steps. That's club, I think. Okay, I'm afraid that is <laughs> for the friendship. Incorrect. Uh, <laughs> I know the outdoor kitchen is the kitchen, but uh, Wayne can't do the doors anywhere. I think we'll just leave it there. Um, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.